The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, we're coming to you live as well today uh, from Paris Court Hotel. We're here for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Frank O'Keefe is with me. He's the managing partner at EY Ireland. Uh, Frank, a big night for you guys. Yeah, thank you, Kieran. It's it's a really big night for us, and it's a really important night to celebrate entrepreneurship. But uh, I think it, we also have to remember um, what's really important in life. And uh, really sad to hear what happened in Parnell Street in Dublin today. And um, I know why we celebrate entrepreneurs. That will be something that is on our minds and all of those people impacted will be in our thoughts and our prayers. Yeah, listen, well said, uh, Frank. Uh, for, for people who don't know so much about the awards, talk us through like what is happening tonight. Yeah, so um, tonight, can you believe, is the 26th year that we have been running the EY Entrepreneur of the Year programme. Over 600 of Ireland's best entrepreneurs in that period of time have gone to our programme who are part of our EY alumni. Actually, these entrepreneurs collectively, they generate 25 billion euro in turnover. They employ over 250,000 people. And tonight, we acclaim the 2023 Entrepreneur of the Year finalists, phenomenal entrepreneurs from all over our island in all of the sectors and industries that represent us here on, on, on our island of Ireland. Uh, we get to celebrate their businesses, we get to celebrate them, and it's just going to be a terrific night. What really is a culmination of the most amazing year. We brought our CEOs to Singapore and Asia. We learned all about AI well ahead of, of time. It was happening out in Asia. The entrepreneurs brought it back to their businesses. We celebrate the finalists tonight. Tonight we'll acclaim our winner, who will be Ireland's Entrepreneur of the Year for 2023 who will go on and represent Ireland at the EY World Entrepreneur of the Year in June 2024. So a really big night. Uh, to what extent do the list of finalists every year, Frank, um, uh, kind of reflect the, the economy and what is, what is going well or what is emerging in the economy at any given year? Yeah, and purposely we have three categories for that. So we've got our emerging category, our established category, and then also our international category. So it caters for all entrepreneurs. What do we see in the emerging category? Phenomenal things. Entrepreneurs that are really using technology in the most, you know, the biggest global matters that can affect society or commerce today. We've got entrepreneurs in emerging category that are in food and agri-tech and and financial services and technology, all the way from healthcare right through to, you know, businesses that are hard to comprehend because they're, they're working off algorithms and artificial intelligence at such speed. We've got more traditional businesses that manufacture here or that export from here. And we have international businesses that are head office here, but have operations all over the world. So what we get to see is the very best of entrepreneurship. We get to see the heartbeat of Ireland's economy. Now, these 600 entrepreneurs, and especially recognizing these entrepreneurs tonight, they really are the lifeblood of our Irish economy, and we should never forget that. And we're so proud in EY to be able to give them the platform, not just to have a community of alumni together where they can share problems, share ideas, venture together and create jobs together, but also give their brands the platform and the credibility and the icebreaker to be able to go into other jurisdictions to set up their businesses, grow their businesses, create wealth and create jobs. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think in a lot of people's minds, people who, who don't necessarily find themselves in this world when they 
hear about entrepreneurship, they assume it is one area you mentioned. It's kind of it's yeah. algorithms, it's complicated yeah. stuff, it's all cutting edge. And and I, you know, I'm going to be speaking to different finalists in different categories, and that absolutely describes some of them. Uh, other people just realize, you know what? There there are gaps in the market when it comes exactly. to actually very basic, straightforward services. No, you're so right, and and also we have to remember that. Um, there is no specific formula to becoming an entrepreneur. Actually, our theme tonight is about the art of entrepreneurship. It's all about creativity, innovation, passion, purpose, uh, flexibility, empathy. People that have all of these skills, but who have come from so many different backgrounds. We have uh, entrepreneurs that left school before their junior cert, right through to PhD doctors who are inventing their own businesses. Entrepreneurship comes in many forms. You're absolutely right. It either comes from stages where people have been entrepreneurs and businesses and wanted to do their own thing, spotted a niche. It comes from situations like we're in where it can be a really hard economic environment. People might have lost their jobs and said, well, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. And have been incredibly successful right through to people that have been um, in family businesses and they have brought it to a completely new level. So entrepreneurship is very wide-ranging. The attributes are quite similar. The backgrounds are incredibly diverse. Uh, Bobby Carr is with me, our own Bobby Carr from Down to Business here in News Talk, one of Ireland's best-known entrepreneurs uh, as well, of course. Um, do you enjoy a night like this, Bobby, and, and, and all the other events around it, kind of getting surrounded by people like Frank describes there? Yeah, I, I really do. And to me, as somebody who was in business for many years, for me now, that's my connect with business. I love hearing what people are doing, hearing that people are cracking new markets, employing more people. Like, that, all that stuff fascinates me. And one of the reasons that I love doing the show that I do, uh, the business show every week, is it gives me that connect with business that I absolutely adore. And wh- when you are here at events like this, or, or when you're talking to people who are surrounded by people who are starting off on a journey, you know, they've maybe just had the kernel of an idea, or they're a bit further on, they've, they, they've got the ball rolling. I mean, do, do you enjoy giving advice to those people? Or do you kind of, are you, you know... Some people might kind of say, you know, you've got to make your own mistakes. Yeah, well, well, you know, you never like to... Like, if people ask me, I'm, okay. I'm delighted to give advice. I never give it... Don't force unso- your advice. I never give unsolicited advice. But you'd be amazed as well. And I, I think back to my own days of when I was slogging it out, that people, you'd be amazed how people will actually help you. If you ask people to help you, most people will give it a go. And most people like to be associated with success. So if you're somewhat successful and you put out your hand and ask somebody, do you know what, you did this or you did that, could you help me here? Nine times out of ten, they'd be more than happy to help you. Yeah, it's it's a human thing, maybe. There's a sense of maybe embarrassment or a bit of shame about asking for help, isn't there? That uh, You're acknowledging I'm not really capable of this on my own. But, you know, sometimes the smartest thing you could ever do is ask for help. You know, if you've got, if you're faced with a conundrum or a problem you can't solve and somebody else will graciously help you solve it, what could be better than that? Uh, who offered you help when you were starting off in business and what, uh, what advice did they give you? Um, I, was, I was helped by many people, people I worked with uh, when I was in Bewley's, uh, people like Jerry Fagan, Lorraine Sweeney, all people that I worked with always helped me. Um, and you know people ask me week in week out can I help you with this or can you help me with that and I try not to say no 
I really do, because, you know, I was also told, and this is one thing that stays with me, is it costs twice as much and it takes twice as long. That's one thing that time and time again, you've done it a hundred times, but it still costs double what you expected and takes twice as long. Simple things like that, you never forget. And I'm sure when, you, when, you, when you're talking to some of the people, uh, uh, some of the finalists as well, I mean... There's probably similarities with your own journey through business, you know what I mean? There's, there's, well, there's echoes with every story. I'm sure there's other things, though, that you hear and you think, God, I wish I had thought of that. You know, that that's very clever. Yeah, well, you know, you do. And, you know, people are very focused on success. But of the 24 finalists there tonight, there's not one of them that haven't had their downs. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time before you get there, there can be more downs than ups. So it's a really rocky road and it's never plain sailing all the time. And as Frank said earlier there, you know, entrepreneurs are people, it's not too complicated. They're people that want to solve problems. Mm. A lot of them aren't in it for the money. They're in it for that thrill that they get out of creating something, providing a solution to something. That's what they get mainly buzzed by. Um, And... It's nice to make a few quid on the way, though, isn't it? It's always a bonus. <laughs> it helps. Uh, yeah, no, it certainly helps. No, I think the, the other thing as well about entrepreneurship, again, you know, somebody says that, it, you know, you'll never make real money working in a business, but you will make real money if you sell a business. So whatever you do, don't muck up the sale. That's, that's actually the most <laughs> well, important thing. Well, when you mention the kind of the up and down, sometimes people make this remark, and I don't know because I've no experience of it, so I'm going to ask you. I mean, what they say is Ireland doesn't tolerate failure enough. You know, maybe other jurisdictions do, and they don't about, you know, in the US, I, people kind of can bounce back much more easily. Is that true? Well, I, I think what Ireland doesn't tolerate is people who fail badly. Okay. Uh, and I think people who, who deliberately don't pay people, people who don't, you know, do the best they can out of the bad situation. Who kind of fail dishonorably, you know. I think that's it. I think it's more about that than the actual failure itself. And I think if you fail and, you know, you hear things about failing quickly and failing properly and all that, failure is a difficult scenario. If you're faced with it, you know, and you can't pay your bills or you can't meet your commitments and you have a family at home or whatever it is, like it's a very precarious and serious situation. So, you know, there is this thing in, the, in America, I think maybe their memories are shorter, they don't have the same maybe sense of history that we have, mm. and they tend to be a little bit more forgiving. Um, do you have any finalists tonight that you have a particular eye on? Uh, I do. Uh, like, there's a lot of stuff happening around uh, professional services and stuff consolidating. There's... Uh, a veterinary practice out there that I think uh, I'd be watching. All right. Uh, in the established, uh, in the established uh, sector. Sorry, in the emerging sector. Yeah. And I think what's happening in places like vets, accountants' office, solicitors. There's a whole 
emergence of technology, consolidation of people and scale all coming together that's going to change a lot of those industries. Well, I have a wild 16-week puppy at home, so if some veterinary service <laughs> wants to tell me that how technologically I can uh, uh, unwild him a little bit, um, I'd love to hear it. 16-week uh, puppy, that sounds like fun. Oh, Bobby, I'm telling you. Wait till I show you the photos. He tipped over a tin of wood stain, black wood stain. Oh, no. Over the back. A friend of mine texted me. He said, you know what? You'd be better off at this stage just paint all the concrete black. Oh, dear. That's how hard it is Ouch. to get out. Ouch. Bobby, a pleasure. Listen, great to As see always, you. As always, Kieran, we'll chat to you later. Bobby Kerr, who's down to business uh, here on News Talk. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.